morning. Welcome to Stone United Methodist Church. I'm Pastor Kendra, and yes, I'm back. And uh, I do want to let you know that um, my surgery went well. The biopsy results went well. So praise God for all of that. I do have a few things that I would love to share with you this morning. Uh, besides what was on the screens for announcements, I am looking for a person who can play guitar for one song on Christmas Eve. So if you can play a song on Christmas Eve, let me know. And um, let's just, I think that's just about everything. If you are an, an artsy kind of person, there's some other jobs around here that we have for you as well. And um, we'll go, go with that. So good morning. This is a day that the Lord has made. Amen? Oh, come on. You all got to be a little bit more awake for that. Amen? Okay. Please stand and join with me for the call to worship. We enter worship once again this day, choosing to serve you, God, and no other. We enter as witnesses to one another to live out our baptism and grow into the body of Christ. We enter dependent on the Spirit to be with us in our thoughts and feelings. Our opening hymn this morning is number 131, We Gather Together. Number 131.
me now for the unison prayer that you'll find on the screen. Almighty God, who claims us as your own, we bring our full selves to worship today, our happiness and sorrow, our singing and crying, our strengths and failures, we carry it all. Teach us to trust that your faithfulness endures in all the seasons and circumstances of our lives. Help us to know that all that we are is bound to you and teach us to rest on your steadfast love. As the source of gratitude and joy as we, your sheep, follow you wherever you lead. Amen. And our affirmation of faith this morning, number 881, the Apostles' Creed. Join with me in this ancient affirmation of faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And it's time now for the children to come up for the children's chat. So come on down. Good morning. How's the hand doing? Good, 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 good. Here comes some more. Good morning. Good morning. Is that everybody? Okay. Well, I have a question. Do you ever think about times past? You do think about times past. So if you think about times past, when you, what do you think about when you think about that? Do you think about back over your long life? Yeah? Maybe, maybe things that you achieved. Like if you think back this past year, think about all of the things that you have done. Just in children's church alone, you guys collected money for the Heifer Project, right? 
and you've got enough to buy a, quite a few critters, right? Okay, and then just in the past four months, let's see, we had, um, we made buckets, yeah, and what else have we done this past? We did pumpkins, that's right. What else did we do this year? A spyglass. Next week we're getting ready to do what? Do you know? What? Thanksgiving dinner. Woohoo! That that's exciting, right? Did you do that yesterday? So you'll make sure you have like lots of Thanksgiving dinners, right? You think you'll turn into a turkey? No, you don't think so. Okay. That's that's good. She might, you think? Ah. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. And then the next week after that, we're going to be celebrating Christ the King. And then, well, that later that day, that's right, we're going to decorate for Christmas right here at the church. But you know what? We're going to do something special that day called a hanging of the green service. And that will involve all of you guys and all of these people. And we'll be putting up the decorations. And as we put up the decorations, we're going to praise God for Jesus Christ. That sounds like a good idea, doesn't it? I mean, we wouldn't have Christmas without Jesus. Now, I'm going to read a story here in a little while out of the Bible with Joshua. And Joshua's going to think about back about all the things that the Hebrew people have done. All the things that the Hebrew people have done to that point. So if you stop and think about it, there was Adam and Eve. There was Abraham who came, followed God. And then Joseph who saved all the Israelites by taking them to Egypt. But then the Egyptians made the Israelites slaves. So Moses had to get them out of Egypt. And they finally made it to the promised land. And all these things happened. Now, when you think about back over things, can you remember when you couldn't tie your shoes? Yeah. Oh, no. So we got to learn that, right? Yeah, that's right. Do you remember when you had to have help when just having a spoon, using a spoon? That was a long time ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Might even have some pictures of food all over you, right? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like that. You get better as time goes on. You learn how to do things better, you know? Now, a long time ago, there were some soldiers. And that's what we're celebrating today is Veterans Day. And that actually came from World War I. But since then, there was World War II, and then, no, no World War III, thank God. But then there was the Korean conflict, and then there was Vietnam. And you know, people from these eras, they were celebrated. But then the people that went to Vietnam, not so much. And then, later on, they had the things that happened overseas in, in the desert, in, in Saudi Arabia, in Iraq. And so there were even more fights in, in Afghanistan too. And what I'm saying is, you know, 
we remember the things that we achieve, but we wouldn't have all these things that we, we've achieved if it weren't for people who were willing to stand up and, and serve all of us. Did you know that? And did you know to be a Christian? We're supposed to serve too, whether it means helping each other out or helping with the, the offering or there's all kinds of ways we can serve God. And we're supposed to do that because Jesus gave us the example of serving us first. So if you think about all the things that you've learned how to do, how do you use those now to help other people? Hmm. We have to think about that a little bit, don't we? Yeah. That's important, you know, just because I can stand up here and talk, and I learned how to stand up in front of people and talk when I was your age, but I couldn't have stood up here and talked for an hour and made sense. But I learned little pieces along the way to get me to the point where I am now. Just like whatever you grow up to be, you'll learn little pieces along the way to be able to help other people. Now that sounds like a good idea, huh? And you know what? You guys are adults in training. Did you know that? So as you practice all the new stuff you learn, you figure out how to use it to help one another. That sounds like a good plan, right? Okay. You think you can pray with me today? Hands together. I saw you do that last week for Pastor Jim, too. Let's pray. Dear God, say, Dear God, Thank you for teaching us new things and teaching us how to help each other. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, hold on here. Ready? I've got papers for you. Because they're here in the in the pocket. Ah, that way I don't lose them. One for you. You're not eight yet, right? You are eight. How did that happen? Oh, my goodness. So you get one of the older. Now, there's nobody in children's church today. So you have to go back to your mom or dad or, okay? Okay. See so you guys. No children's church today. Unless somebody volunteered. Oh, you did? Oh, well, there we go. Children's church there is. Yay! So you can go to children's church. Thanks, guys. It is time now for our tithes and our offering.
Father God, we are so grateful for the many things that you do for us. And in this, this season, this time of November, it seems that we, we tend to think about things a little bit more in way of giving thanks, of having gratitude for all that we have. And we recognize all that we have is because of you. And so in thanks to you, we return our tithes and our offerings praying that you not only multiply them, but they are sufficient in your eyes. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Now, before you sit, listen to my instructions here. If you have never served in any of the armed forces, would you please sit? And would you say thank you to those who are still standing? may have a seat. This morning's scripture does come from Joshua, and Joshua actually takes this moment at the end of this book to reminisce. And it seems like this time of year we do a good bit of reminiscing. And so with this, hear these words from Joshua 24, 1 through 3, and then 14 through 25. Then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and summoned the elders, the heads, the judges, and the officers of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said to the people, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, your fathers lived of old beyond the Euphrates, Terah, and the father of Abraham and of Nahor, they served other gods. Then I took your father Abraham from beyond the river and led him through all the land of Canaan, and made his offspring many. I gave him Isaac. And now, fear the, therefore, fear the Lord, and serve him in sincerity, and in faithfulness put away the gods which your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. And if you be unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your father served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in, which, in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, Far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For it is the Lord our God who brought us and our fathers up from the land of Egypt out of the house of bondage and who did those great signs in our sight and pres preserved us in all the way that we went and among all the peoples through whom we passed 
And the Lord drove out before us all the peoples, the Amorites who lived in the land. Therefore, we also will serve the Lord, for he is our God. But Joshua said to the people, You cannot serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions or your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, then he will turn and do you harm and consume you. After having done you good, and the people said to Joshua, Nay, but we will serve the Lord. Then Joshua said to the people, Your witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen the Lord to serve him. And they said, We are witnesses. And he said, Then put away the foreign gods which are among you and incline your heart to the Lord, the God of Israel. And the people said to Joshua, The Lord our God will serve, and his voice will obey. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day and made statutes and ordinances for them at Shechem. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord God, we have heard the words from the prophet, from the fighter, from the one who was true to you. May our hearts and our and our minds be true to you this morning as we listen for your voice in spite of my own. May we draw nearer to you and may we glorify your name. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So today, as we talk about all of the wonderful things that are happening in Joshua's life, we also get an opportunity to talk about ourselves. And I, I kind of did that with the, with the children this morning, to make them think about the things that they have already achieved in, in their wise old years. They did some serious thinking. You could see their little eyebrows furrowed, and they were, they were really thinking about what they could do to be able to serve others. You know, sometimes, though, we don't take the opportunity to ask ourselves that question. What can we do to serve others? I mean, we've all heard the expression that it's better to give than to receive. And sometimes we don't equate that with serving one another. When Joshua was finally selected as the new leader of Israel before Moses had passed, he was chosen because of his obedience to God and for his willingness not only to motivate but to bring on the people of Israel. The tide had turned finally over 40 years that they were ready to quit whining and crying and they were ready to serve God. But at the end of this, this book of Joshua, this chapter in the Israelites' lives, he stops and he makes them remember. Remember all of the things that 
the people called Israel had gone through. Remembering that Abraham had traveled and all the little hiccups along the way. Remembering that there was, there was Isaac and how he came to be. In the verses that we skipped, it went down through all these different people, the, the different lineage of Israel to that part. And if we stop and we think about things, maybe for some of us, and I know last week was All Saints Sunday, we stop and we think about all the different things that have occurred in our lives and perhaps how things have stayed the same and maybe even how some things have changed. Well, let's face it, we're all getting older, right? And, and maybe if you're lucky enough not to have a, a gray hair yet, um, you know, maybe you look at your, your life being a little bit further along or, or you still have lots and lots of years left. Maybe you're at the point where you say, you know, I only have just so long left. And maybe that's where Joshua start, Joshua was starting. He was saying that, you know, we've done all these things, and my time to lead you is coming to an end. But look at what you have done. Look at what you have done. And so he was giving thanks to God. But he was also giving the people that had been conquered along the way and who had chosen to start following Israel an opportunity. Now, we're giving many opportunities in life. Maybe we, we take them and maybe we don't. I know that I have passed on a lot of opportunities in my life, and sometimes I have really regretted them. Sometimes I haven't. I was, I was satisfied with the choice that I had made. But there is always an opportunity to find a way to hold on to the covenant that you have made, I have made, at our baptism. Mm. So when we think about those kinds of things, we think about how we have been serving our Lord. As for me and for my house, I will serve the Lord, right? That's something that maybe many of us might even have in our own homes. But what does that really mean? As for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. Well, part of that is relationship. Did you know that we have an epidemic right now that's beyond the pandemic? There's an epidemic of loneliness. There's an epidemic of loneliness. I saw, saw statistics this, that, this week on, on loneliness that were heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. You know, God created us to be in relationship with God and to be in relationship with one another. Why did he create two human beings? So that there would be company for the other one right? And, and it goes on from there. Church, community, that's about relationship with God and with each other. 
It's a lifestyle. But what about those who are, feel like they're in the margins? Have we done a good job of serving or welcoming them in? Making a place for them? And when's the last time that you actually offered an invitation to somebody to be able to warm the seat next to you? Hmm. You see, there's all kinds of ways we serve. We have musicians. We have people that take care of the cameras and the televisions. We have people that welcome and run the sweeper and set up the sacraments and help serve the sacraments and make sure newsletter articles and stamps and stickers and all kinds of things get done. There's people that help serve in the soup kitchen. There's people that help with the little ones. But there's always something more, something God created you for, for a time such as this. And as long as we draw breath, we're all supposed to be serving in some way, whether you're a prayer warrior or if you're somebody that can sit there and hold somebody's hand or if you can whip up a five-course dinner just like that. There's all kinds of ways to serve. And some of us are even better at using a hammer than others, right? Joshua knew all this. But he wanted the people to be loyal to God first. Loyal to God first. And what does that mean for us to be loyal to God first? Hmm. Well, for each of us, it might have a different kind of story. To be loyal to God might mean taking some time to be quiet in the morning and and to pray and to read a little bit of scripture. Or to be loyal to God first would be meaning to come here to worship. Or or being loyal to God first would be looking for a way to be able to serve somebody else. You know, we have an Aldi's here. Now, did I ever tell you about the Aldi's test? I don't see, see, I see blank faces. Did you know that leaving that little quarter in a cart makes people so very happy? Do you know it only cost you a quarter to serve somebody like that? Come on. Now, if you've been to Aldi's and you're an Aldi shopper and you've been there and and you go, that's the cart and it's got a quarter in it. And you grab it and you're happy and you start your shopping trip with a smile, don't you? Yes, see, I, I, I knew this. And, and what if you were able to pass that on? It cost you a quarter to have a, give a smile, to show some love. That's such an easy way to do it, right? Or, or what if you just simply held the door open for somebody? And said good morning. Now, have you ever done that? You, you can walk into Walmart or Tops or wherever else you shop. You can see the people that are going through the grocery store like it's the worst thing on the face of the earth. And they're, and they're standing in line at the deli. And they have to stand in line. 
You know, that angry, the angry face. How hard would it be to say hello and offer a smile to that person? I call that the smile test. See how many people you can make smile. <laughs> it's kind of startling for some people, for people to say hello to them and smile and have a pleasant face. And the thing is, we have, we have the, the opportunity to turn everything around. I used to have a friend. I still have the friend. But he was grumpy Gus. I mean, everything was, he was, if he, if he were a woman, he would have been negative Nelly. And, and everything was just, and I had a rule in my house, no negativity. No negativity in my house. And it was a struggle for him, and his, his wife would giggle. But you know, when he came over to my house, he says, you know, I can't figure out why I feel better when I leave your house. Why? Because it's just about the attitude. Changing your heart and your thoughts to something more positive. Now what if you were that kind of person who could just offer the little face, yeah? And say something nice. And try to keep the negative from your lips and your heart. And with, you know, that translates into something? It translates into being able to draw more people with honey than vinegar. Now, I know y'all have heard that saying before. Now, what would it look like if we were drawing people into rest and to feel the love of God? You know, one of the old sayings I found on an old bulletin of this church is the stone place with the warm hearts. Whew! That was a good one, right? Well, I'm going to resurrect that one. This is the stone place with the warm hearts. But we got to do it. And that means serving God and serving each other. What do you think? Sound like a plan? Let's pray. Lord God, I thank you today. And I thank you for the history of this stone place with warm hearts. But I also thank you, Lord, for your history. Because your history shows us that you are always faithful and always kind. You loved us so much that you sent your son to this world to save us from ourselves, and Lord, you know, I knew I needed some saving. And I bet you a lot of others in here and in this community could say the same thing. So let us be the first to have our hearts transformed so that we too may share, share of all that you do and be able to share that by sharing with others whether it be just a simple quarter or a smile or a how do you do. Let us begin there. Change hearts one by one, moment by moment, in our actions and in our words by serving you. And we pray this today in Jesus' name. Amen.
And so it's time for our prayers and our joys. And I already shared the joy that I have with the good reports and the healings that I'm having. Uh, I did in the past week have a little um, email exchange with Jane Ellen and she too is healing. So continue to pray for Jane Ellen. Are there any others? Yes. For Mark. Any others? Yes. Okay. Sit. Okay. Any others? Yes. Okay. Any others? Okay. So, with that, we have different names and um, different people that we love and care about. Our hymn for today is not that one. It is, Let Me, Oh Master, Let Me Walk With Thee, number 430. And you are welcome to remain seated.
Let us pray. Lord God, I thank you today that you are the one who created the heavens and the earth, the trees and the fish, the birds, the animals, all that we have and all that we see. And in this time, Lord, I thank you. I thank you not only for my biological family, but I thank you for my church family as well. For Lord, we are able to gather in community. We're able to be glad that we're here with one another to, to glorify your name. But we also know that we have a mission and that mission is to serve. And so Lord, as we think of all the ways and all the things that we can do to serve, we start with those who need our prayers. We continue to pray for healing, Lord God, for those who have had surgery in the past few weeks or who have had other ailments. We thank you, Lord, that Ron is doing well, and we thank you, Lord God, that, that Jane Ellen is healing, and we thank you for my own healing. But we also know, Lord, that there is our people who are sick, who are fighting for, with cancer. So today, Lord, we pray for Sue. We pray for the Bittners. We pray for those who are transitioning to other places in their lives, like Nancy. We pray for Elizabeth this morning. And we pray for her recovery and her transition back to the nursing home. We pray, Lord God, today for those who are lonely. May we have the eyes to see and the ears to hear their cries. And we praise you, Lord, that your spirit is right there, crying out, petitioning for them to you. Let them feel the comfort of your love. Let them feel the comfort of your peace. For those who might be going through this new time period of adjustments this year to holidays, I know that there are so many that are grieving. May your love be a balm to their hearts and their souls. Lord, today as we prepare to go out, we pray and prepare to go out and serve. And in this weekend of remembering the service of those who have served our country, I think of all the men and women who served who have been here holding down the home fronts too. I think of people like my grandmother who was in nurses training during World War II, or the plane spotters, or those who are still holding out hope that their loved one will be found, and that there will be one less name on the MIA list. I pray for those who are still enduring war those who are in Gaza and Israel, in the Ukraine and Russia, those who endure terror every day of their lives. 
But you, Lord, you knew that what human nature is like. And so you sent us our, our Lord Jesus Christ, your son, who not only taught us how to live, but how that we should pray to you. And so today we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us saying, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Our closing hymn today is Father, I Adore You. Now, I know that not everybody is super duper musically inclined. However, this was meant to be sung as a round. Oh, I know. Some of you went, Ooh, what am I going to do? That's okay. If you have never sung this song once, Jim, could you play the first verse and I'll sing it? And then we'll see if everybody can follow along. So it's 2038. 2038 in your black book. It'll be up on the screen too, but the screen isn't going to do much for you when you are rounding. goes on to say, Jesus, I adore you. And then the last one is spirit, I adore you. Now, my form, the church's former choir members, I can see a lot of them over here. So I'm thinking y'all can hold the round yourself, right? So if I have you start, I'll go over here to these people and I'll come in with the next part. You think you can follow me? Okay, you're going to try. All right, so you start out with Father, I adore you. Sing it just like you normally would. Keep on going. Father, I adore you. Jesus, I adore you. Blah, blah, blah. All the way to the end. And I'll get with these folks. Okay? I'll start with you, though.
Now that was pretty good. What do you think? Please stand and join with me for the benediction. You know, there's some, some things that you, you need to do today and this week. First of all, I want you to find some way today to serve someone else. Not because you need an attaboy on your back or an girl, but because it's giving and it's serving and it's because you love God. One time my grandfather, he was great at opening doors for ladies. And I finally looked around at him and said, listen, I'm in my 20s, early 20s. I can do that, thank you very much. He says, don't you dare steal my blessing from me. Woo! Yeah, that gave me a little come to Jesus moment. You know what? There's a lot of ways we can serve. And there's a lot of ways we can say thank you and gratitude. So go out and do that today. And be good to one another. As for me and my house, I will serve the Lord, right? In the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.